You are listening to Told by Olay, a lifestyle perspective podcast. This is episode 22, Tell Me About the Relationship with God. This episode will explore the impact of having a relationship with God and what can happen when we choose to make him our first love. With Valentine's Day on the horizon, I felt it necessary to dig into this relationship with God and really talk about what's at the root of Valentine's Day. I know that some of us look forward to Valentine's Day and some of us not so much. But honestly, I think we should all look forward to Valentine's Day. Not necessarily as a means to receive, but really as a way and a day to amplify our love. Not just for a significant other, but for God, for people, and ourselves. Valentine's Day should be a celebration of love. The love that we have in our lives and the love that we can give back. Loving ourselves, loving our family, loving our friends, loving our boyfriends, our girlfriends, our significant others, and loving God. It doesn't have to solely be about chocolates and roses or couples and romantic love. And while all those things are great, I think Valentine's Day is and can be so much bigger than that. But in order for us to understand that, I think we should take a look at what's at the root of this special holiday. In my opinion, the stems of Valentine's Day are love and relationships. What is love? In short, love is an intense feeling of deep affection or great interest. But love is bigger than that, and it can be defined in many ways because there are different kinds of love. There's eros, which is a sensual or romantic love. There's storge, which is a family love. And this Greek word describes family love as the affection bond that develops naturally between parents and children and brothers and sisters. So if you haven't already, or you didn't even make any plans to, I think you should go out and get your parents or your siblings or your children a gift and remember to tell them how much you love them. Maybe just forego the gift, but have some intimate time together and watch a movie with one another. And while we can think about this kind of love, we can also think about the love we have for our friends. And this is called philia. I hope I said that right. (laughs) This type of intimate love in the Bible is what most Christians practice towards each other. I said most Christians. (laughs) It's what most Christians practice towards each other. This Greek term describes the powerful emotional bond seen in deep friendships. This kind of love, that's that Galentine's Day kind of love. That's what Galentine's Day is all about. So think about today as an opportunity to show your friends some philia. It's the kind of love that sticks around forever. And if we're being honest, you shouldn't have an eros love with someone you don't have philia with. Speaking of what we should have before any other, this brings me to agape. My favorite kind of love. It's the highest of the four types of love in the Bible. This term defines God's immeasurable, incomparable love for humankind. It is the divine love that comes from God. Agape love is perfect. It's unconditional, sacrificial, and pure. Who doesn't want this kind of love? I think we all desire for this kind of love, even in our romantic relationships. So in order for us To have those things, I think we really have to understand God's love towards us. 
Understanding this agape love helps us to understand love on a higher level, and it allows us to see it as so much more than just roses and chocolates, which is why I wanted to spend some time today to reflect a little bit on our relationship with God and what it does to our perspective on love and relationships. We looked at what love is, now let's look at what a relationship is. Before we go any further, relationships are the way in which two or more people, concepts or objects are connected. Or, in short, it's simply the state of being connected. Let's look at our relationship with God and what that means for our lives. God wants us to be in relationship. He designed us to have relationships. And he designed relationships with the intention for us to be in relation with himself and his people. Our relationship with him should be intimate and personal. We should be able to look to him as our friend, as our father, and as our king. In every way we look to him, we find that he is a confidant, he's a protector, and he's an ever-present help. He is a constant. And he loves us beyond anything and anyone else in this world. But the thing is, you can't feel or know all of this love in all of its entirety without a relationship with him. I want you to take a second and think about the relationships you have in your life. Think about the time and energy you put into them. Think about how intentional you've been about your most important relationships. Think about your greatest relationships. Do you think they've reached greatness without communication, action, and or maybe even sacrifice? I know for me, I don't think my greatest relationships could have, if I'm being honest. And even the relationships on, and even the relationships that I have on a smaller scale, they couldn't be what they are without these bits of communication, action, and maybe sacrifice. When it comes to a relationship with God, communication is required. It's key. That can look like you setting aside time to have quiet time with him, setting aside time to pray, setting aside time to worship him. Or it could really be you communicating and connecting with him throughout your day, saying a quiet prayer or a simple sound of thank you, God, or help me, Lord, or God, have your way. The same way you would text or call your go-to person in the midst of your joy or chaos is the same way you should reach out to God. The difference between your person and God is that God has all the answers and he's promised you a better life with him in it. And he can actually come through on his promises. He sees you and he knows you for all that you are and loves you always. With him, you can trade your beauty instead of that. With him, you can trade ashes for beauty. You can learn more about this better life by taking action and picking up your Bible and tapping into his word. And by reading God's word, we get to know him, understand him more, and we get to learn about his love and his kindness towards us. We understand how he's accepted us, loved us, freed us, and chose us. And unlike people, he is all-loving, all-knowing, and all-forgiven. Other ways you can take action, you can also take action by putting his word into practice. That may require you to make some changes. For a relationship to develop, you might find that there are some things that you do that you'll have to change about yourself. Maybe changing the way you communicate or expressing how you feel or maybe even how you spend your time. The change can come naturally or come with a bit of a challenge and that's normal. I think it is anyway. It's normal to feel uncomfortable or stretched. 
I think they call it growing pains. If you want to grow, you can't stay in the same place. You can't practice the same behaviors. With any relationship, there will be growing pains. But with God, he promises to bring your com- But with God, he promises to bring you comfort through it all. So why not try? Try and make some changes to develop your relationship with him. A few years from now, you'll look back and be extremely grateful because a relationship with God is life-changing. This action will be an act of faith, which is very pleasing to the Lord. Taking that step of faith is the sacrifice you need to really take your relationship with him to the next level. If you think about it, love in and of itself is an act of faith. Agreeing to love someone, not knowing what the future holds for that relationship, takes a whole nother level of trust. I think you can have this trust when you love yourself first. Loving yourself and knowing who you are makes it easier to let your walls down and open yourself up to the possibility of love, whether in a romantic relationship, friendship, community, and even within family. In my experience, when I found God and began working on my relationship with him and digging deeper into his word and his truths about who he created me to be, I began to love more freely. It was easier. I was able to see people and relationships with eyes of hope. Surely being a hopeless romantic definitely made that a bit easier. But without a doubt, without a doubt, there was a noticeable change in my approach to relationships. I don't like disappointment or failure. I don't think any of us do. And if we're going to keep being honest here, right? That's something that's definitely going to happen in relationships. Or so I thought. When life change began to take root within me, the expectation for disappointment or failure began being plucked out of me. I had a new lens on life, love, relationships, and people, and that lens consisted of understanding and forgiveness. So I didn't go into relationships expecting things to go left, expecting to be disappointed, expecting to fail at loving someone, expecting to fail at showing someone all of me because I was afraid of them knowing the flaws and knowing every part of me, the things that make me tick. No, I had a new perspective because I knew that if God could love me in all of my entirety and all the flaws that I had, then, and I could love myself, then whoever was to love me next had to be able to love me for all of me. Otherwise, they just were not worthy of who I was. So having this new lens, this new understanding, and this new ability to see forgiveness for what it was, it brought me to these, to these three things. One, I understood who I was. And I loved all of me. Two, that understanding of who God was and what he says. And then also understanding that people are people. And we're created imperfectly, yet perfect in God's image. So where he has shown us grace, it's my responsibility to give that same grace in return. Just as I would want others to do for me. And that's it right there. It's the, that's the forgiveness. That's where forgiveness comes into play. And really and truly, you cannot have love without forgiveness. When we make God our first love, our capacity to love becomes limitless. When we make him our first love, we accept that he's forgiven us. That's the root of love. That's the root of all of this. 
our ability to have a relationship with God starts at the root of knowing that he has forgiven us for every sin and shame. When we understand that, we can begin to stem into a relationship with him and into his love. We'll begin to open ourselves up to him and begin to experience his love. And like any relationship, it may not be easy and some days you'll be upset and some days you'll be tired. But through it all, when you keep your eye on him, you'll know that he still got you like no other. So at the root of it all, of Valentine's Day and love and romance, remember this, is the forgiveness that we receive from God that in turn we can now forgive others. And at the stem of it all is the love and the relationship that we build that blossoms. So that's what it's all about. That's what it's really all about. Forgiveness, love, relationships. That's what I think Valentine's Day should really be all about. That's what having a relationship with God brings us. You just heard episode 22, The Relationship with God. Shout out to God for loving us, literally. I know we're celebrating Valentine's Day and Galentine's Day, but I just could not see how we'd do this without first looking at our relationship with him. After all, when we have a strong foundation with him, that's when we can really begin to give ourselves faithfully to others. Anyway, I hope this episode has blessed you, maybe opened your eyes to some things that you didn't see before, but most importantly, I hope you feel empowered to continue chasing after God because his love is chasing after you and know that he loves you just as you are and he says, come to me as you are. And he wants you to have love and relationships on this earth that are worthy of his plans for you and worthy of who you are as his child. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you come back next week because I have a surprise. We are still talking about love and relationships. I think you're going to want to hear this one. Anyway, I can't go without saying I love you and enjoy this beautiful month of February and happy Black History Month. Stay blessed and enjoy the love. Thank you for tuning in to Toad by Olay, a lifestyle perspective podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and check out previous episodes and share it with family, friends, colleagues, and anyone you think would also enjoy. Visit toadbyolay.com for more information about the podcast. And be sure to follow on Instagram at toadbyolay for updates and motivational content.